Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 6th of October, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Coalition government, United We Can, Odaremos, and the Spanish Socialist Workers Party agreed on measures set out in the 2023 general state budget, which will be presented at the Council of Ministers on Tuesday the 4th. The 2023 budget's keyword is spending. Next year's budget contains one of the largest spending sections in history. It'll include proposals to increase the defense budget by around 1 million euros from the 2022 allocation. Employment benefits will also be changed as workers can expect to receive up to 60% of their base salary contributions after six months of unemployment, while in 2022, they got up to 50%. Family law is proving to be the main roadblock in the budget as it was supposed to be approved in September. The law aims at reinforcing the rights of single-parent families, giving a one-week fully paid leave for caregivers and an eight-week extension on parental leave. The extension of maternity and paternity leave will also be increased progressively to six months. Currently, maternity leave in Spain is set at 16 weeks for each parent and a two-week fully paid extension split between parents. There's also an eight-week extension of if the child has a disability and a maximum of 13 weeks if the newborn is hospitalized. Up next, fall is here and with it, September employment figures. According to Social Security statistics, just over 20 million people are actively employed. Just over 2 million are unemployed. In Catalonia specifically, there were around 350,000 people out of work in September 2022. Small improvement from September 2021, where there were about 400,000. If you look at the statistics, in September 2020, just over 4 million people were unemployed throughout Spain. So it seems like a fairly serious downward trend. In September 2021, the figure dropped to just under 3.2 million. September 2022, there were 3 million. So that's good news. One important factor is the increase of employment in September 2022 is the education sector. As the new school year kicks off, many institutions re-employ workers for the year, having previously ended their contracts in June and July to avoid forking out for holiday pay over August, a trend that goes against the new labor reform. Let's see what October will bring. Moving on to the environment, winter holidays are coming up, and with it, consumerism and extra energy use. The region of Andalucía wants to combat this year by limiting Christmas lights during the festive period in a bid to tackle light pollution and energy consumption. The Junta is proposing to delay the switching on of festival lights until December the 8th. Normally, they're set at the end of November. They're also proposing to limit the use of lights at night and instill a curfew for when they need to be switched off. Recently, the transport ministry has changed a few things, one of them being the road catalog, the newly implemented dragon's teeth and broken edge line markings alert drivers to slow down as they approach risky areas such as pedestrian crossings or crosswalks. They've also implemented white and blue lines in Madrid to determine specific parking spaces and green lines on the edge of feeder roads to reduce speed. This strategy has proved successful in countries like Sweden and the Netherlands, so Spain is following suit. On that note about driving, Spain's looking to introduce tolls on highways by 2024 in a bid to recover from the economic effects of the pandemic. It isn't known yet who will be affected, but Per Navarro, the head of the Directorate for Traffic, or DGT, has alluded to students and regular commuters um, that may be exempt from toll charges. 
They won't be implementing the tolls for another two years, but the DGT has already received about 13 billion euros from the EU Next Generation Fund to help with the project. In other news, on Monday the 4th, renowned 82-year-old journalist Jesus Quintero died surrounded by family members in Cadiz at the residential home he was staying at. Quintero, who was born and raised in Huelva, is better known for his night program El Loco de la Colina, which aired on Radio Nacional de España y Cadena Sur between 1980 and 86. During his extensive career as an actor, journalist, and radio presenter, he earned many accolades, two Ondas Awards, a Gold Antenna, and the King of Spain Journalism Award, to name a few. Moving on, Julian Lopetegui is given uh, is being given his the boot as head of the FC coach for Sevilla as the team has faced unprecedented losses over his reign. Seems the board of directors finally had enough, and on Saturday the first, when Sevilla lost zero to two against Atlético de Madrid, Jorge Sampaoli has been appointed as the new Sevilla FC football coach. The Argentinian-born coach will take over the reins from. Julen Lopetegui from Thursday the 5th. Jorge Sampaoli is a firm favorite with the board of directors. He's also a familiar face as he completed a one-year coaching contract with the team back in 2016 and helped Sevilla FC finish in the fourth position in the league championship. He then left to go and manage the Argentinian national team. While Sevilla FC is up in the air, it seems the Spanish air media service of the national police has been flying away around this week. Newly Certified EHANG EH216 operated drone is set to aid the police in their law enforcement duties where helicopters can't. It's aptly called Mega Drone and can fly for up to 21 minutes on a single charge, reach a maximum speed of 80 miles per hour or 130 kilometers per hour, and carry up to two passengers. Though it's still not quite ready to fight crime, the drone has undergone and passed all of its safety checks and flights. Cops on Drones. Sounds like a new bad Adam Sandler movie. Next up, after three years of COVID-19 ups and downs, the biannual Human Tower Festival, or Castells, took place over the weekend in Tarragona. Groups of Castellers come together and build human towers, compete to form the highest, most complex towers they can by standing on their teammates' shoulders. The winning team for the 2022 edition, Via Franca, managed to build a tower of 43 feet or 13 meters and took home 16,000 euros. This Catalan tradition has been added to the UNESCO's 2010 collection of intangible cultural heritage of humanity list. It's said to originate from Valls, a Catalan city in Tarragona province where the first ever castells were documented in 1712 during the dance of Valencia or Valls de Valenciana competition. There are many places you can check out castells and towns, neighborhoods, and cities that have their own teams and often celebrate this cultural tradition on special days, though it's definitely not for the faint of hearted to actually participate. Check out this year's competition photos in the show notes. Happen to find yourself driving along motorways in Spain, you may have noticed the huge black bull sculptures dotted around the side of the road, especially in Andalusia and Extremadura. Many people Consider these bulls advertising. They were in part as Cadiz artist Manolo Prieto created them in 1956 as part of an advertising campaign for the Osborne Group's Veterano Brandy. Initially, these huge structures were branded with the Osborne name and made of wood. However, in the 60s, the DGT issued 
them to be removed or moved further back from the road. So they built the colossal 14 meter high metal structures to withstand the weather. Despite countless organizations trying to get rid of these bull structures, they are now protected as part of Andalusian heritage by the regional government. There are only around 91 in existence today, with only two branded bulls located in the Jerez de la Frontera Airport and El Puerto de Santa Maria. Check them out if you're ever in the area. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to the show in any of the many apps dealing with podcasts, iTunes, Google Podcasts, all the others. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at spain at rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.